Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, 61% of Dublin millennials say they would move to another county. It's quite a turnaround from our usual story where rural counties tell us they are losing the younger population. So we'd like to hear from you. Have you upped sticks and left city life? What was your experience like? And if you haven't, would you consider it? Well, I'm joined on the line now by Alan Mulrooney, who's Chief Executive of Western Development Commission. Alan, you're very welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. Is this something you're seeing? And appetite for a move to rural Ireland? Absolutely. We're seeing a huge change. And I think if you look back pre-pandemic, uh, there, was, there was a lot of uh, differences happening. We've always had a, a draw back to the west of Ireland for your diaspora, those people that left. And there's been a, a brain drain of sorts for a very long time from the west of Ireland. People who needed to go to Dublin, to London, to Dubai, to Canada, to everywhere else around the world and to grow their careers. A lot of those people have been looking to come back and those diaspora we've been targeting for a very long time. What's changed in the last certainly three or four years and realistically in the last you know, 24 months since the pandemic has lifted, if we want to say that, um, is we're seeing a huge influx of talented individuals who either live in Dublin, live in London or live globally around the world who love Ireland, who love our culture, who love our food, who love our music. They want to be here. And that's a mix of the diaspora, people looking to move home, people who have moved to Ireland from other parts of the world, but they really want to stay, but they don't necessarily want to or need to be in Dublin anymore. And I think what's important in that is we're not running down Dublin. It's a fantastic city, vibrant. It has lots of fantastic jobs. What's changed is you can now have a global career and you can grow that career from the west of Ireland or from many parts of rural Ireland as well. Yeah, and the survey was carried out by Leitrim County Council and Leitrim has actually had a 10% population increase in the last census. Um, And of the people who were interviewed, 83% who had moved said there was an increase in their standard of living and 75% said there was a decrease in the money they were spending. So all of these things have a huge impact on your quality of life. I think the, the re-evaluation of how we live our lives has become very important. So for many of us, me included, you're very happy to sit in traffic for an hour a day, an hour and a half a day, or sit in a bus, or take your time to travel. Um, now, the, the, the focus, I think, for people that work-life balance is making sure that you're spending your time as best you can on a daily basis. So what's become so much more important, well, what do I do before work? What do I do after work? And am I, am I enjoying that work? Is it, is it giving me the opportunity to grow a career? And can I do that from a place that I love, that has beautiful scenery? And that if, if family is on the cards or you want to have a dog or have a back garden, you can have all of those things alongside a career. So do you think we should be incentivising people to move to other areas? Should we get it, be getting the authorities to purchase vacant or derelict rural properties and, and really encourage people to do this? Or is it happening naturally anyway? Uh, it's, it's certainly happening in pockets. It's a very good question. I think what's really interesting is um, if you had said to all of the, I guess, stakeholders, and that's county councils, that's chambers, that's Enterprise Ireland, IDA, Western Development Commission and others, a number of years ago, that we would see this influx and the likes of Leitrim would see a 10% increase, like you've said, from CSO data. Um, that's a very positive thing. But alongside that, you have to look at all of the infrastructure that needs support within that. So you're looking at your school systems, you're looking at your road infrastructure, you're looking at housing. And we know that housing is one of the biggest issues we've always had across the country, but for the first time in a very long time, the West of Ireland is also suffering from that. So do we need to look at incentivization? 
we do. And we really need to look at how do we revitalize rural towns, rural communities. The government and, and certainly uh, the Department of Rural and Community Development is looking at that from things like our rural future, but much, much more could be done and should be done if we want to future-proof it. This is probably the best opportunity the West of Ireland, and taking Leitrim into account as they've done this, this report, the best opportunity we've ever had for the West of Ireland to renew itself, to keep people here earning really good salaries who want to buy houses and raise their kids here and grow a life. But unless the infrastructure and support mechanisms are put in place, we may miss a large part of that opportunity. And Alan, you've mentioned some of the positives of remote working, and this is just one of them. Um, people feeling that they can live where they want to live and have that work-life balance that you spoke about. But do we have the infrastructure in place? Because a lot of people are still working from home and blurring the lines between what work life is. Do we need to make sure that we have facilities like hubs for people to go to where they're still engaging with other people, where they're still getting out of the house, albeit avoiding that massive city commute? I think if you look at what's happened over the last couple of hundred years, office life was how we operated and how we worked. The shift and the massive shift that happened in the last couple of years, it hasn't settled and it won't settle for a while. It comes down to individual businesses and it comes down to CEOs and CFOs of companies deciding people should work from home or not work from home. We're speaking to hundreds of companies around the country in terms of how they're operating and how they plan to operate. We also run, along with our department's connected hubs, which is the network of, of hubs around the country. And again, speaking about Leitrim, there's one that comes to mind straight away called The Hive in the centre of, of Carrigan Shannon. And they do a fantastic job of attracting people who work for FDIs, so they might work in global roles, but they work within the hub equally, Irish-owned and indigenous companies and startups, so it gets that really nice ecosystem and mix. And the difference when you go into somewhere like the Hive is some people might work there five days a week, some people work there one day a week, three days a week, because working from home, as I do, two or three days a week, I also like to go into the office two days a week and meet people, but there's a balance in each organisation to find out how that works. But in terms of infrastructure, yes, we are supporting those hubs, What's important is that they're not just buildings in town centres and what's happening is they're building communities. And that community is what is going to help to revitalise rural towns. If you're back working from a hub like the Hive in Cargan Shannon, you're more than likely buying a coffee shop down the road and honestly, which is a, a lovely new coffee shop that's open there, or you're buying your lunch, you're paying for parking, you might do your you know, shop in Tesco on the way home. So how do we bring people back into town centres and revitalise them? All of that is very much tied together. Yeah, no, you're right. And community is a huge aspect of, of a quality of life. Well, Alan Munrooney, Chief Executive of the Western Development Commission, thank you very much for coming on. You're listening to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk with Claire McKenna in for Andrea Gilligan this afternoon. And we're talking about a survey carried out by Leitrim County Council that showed 61% of millennials would think about moving to another part of the country with one in five of them now working remotely. So we're asking, would you up sticks and leave city life behind or if you've already done it. And I have Sarah on the line. Sarah, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. How are you? Great. Thanks a little for having me. You made the move back to rural Ireland in recent years. How did it all come about? So my move back to rural Ireland, I now live on the border of Tipperary and Waterford. It's really tied up in my move from this city-based corporate career that I did for many years. I lived in Dublin for eight years to moving back home and starting my own outdoors business called Nature Therapy Ireland. And during the pandemic, I'm home now since about July 2021, so almost two years, and I've never looked back. And does that come with 
age do you think that you have, you know, different values, different priorities? Or did you always see yourself coming home? Because, I, you know, I'm interested to hear that that's what you, you called it was Dublin never home. Dublin was completely home. I was so settled there. I loved it. The kind of community feeling that you can get in some spaces in Dublin, the fact that you have access to the sea for swimming, you have the forest, Phoenix Park, the mountains. It was ticking all the boxes for me. I was happy out there for eight years. But I think what changed during the pandemic was when access to these things was taken away from me. I really started to notice, wow, this is my toolkit for me to feel well within myself. So my own health and well-being started to suffer a little bit. So my background is in psychology and research and my passion and interest is in the outdoors. So I started to kind of look into a way of maybe how could I merge these two because I'm figuring out that without any of these outdoor-based tools for myself, I actually just don't feel in flow in life. So, yeah, I spent time during the pandemic. You know, I was working as a full-time health researcher in Dublin at the beginning. Then I started to look into the space of nature-based therapy. I looked into studying courses in forest bathing, nature-based therapy, eco-psychology. And it really opened up this whole field to me of actually, do you know what? This could be the antidote to so much of our chronic stress and fatigue that people in the corporate world are experiencing. And of course, so many other people in different walks of life as well. So yeah, I started my business, Nature Therapy Ireland, as I said, in about 2020. And it really just worked well for me with this move home away from the city um, to kind of nurture that business. And it has been amazing. The response to it has been wonderful. I think people during the pandemic, I'm sure you saw it yourself, the swim spots were busier, the car parks at the hikes were busier, people were going to the forests, to the parks as much as they could. They were starting to realise this is actually something we need uh, to feel well. And Sarah, why set it up then back at home? Why not set it up in in Dublin where the, the corporate stress heads are? Yeah, so I did. I set it up in Dublin and I still work there regularly. I run forest bathing walks in Phoenix Park all the time. I run hikes. I work with corporates. I work with not for profits. I work with the public. I do private events. But for me, it made complete sense for me to just be based from the countryside and I think it's that idea of remote working. I still go back to Dublin and work sometimes but I live and I'm based in the countryside and I really can't see myself moving back to the city at all. Is there anything you miss about city life? I think because I get a little dose of it every now and again Um, you know obviously you go back to Dublin in the summer and around Christmas time it's very vibrant there's lots going on but I never regret driving away from it and living down at home. You know, in Dublin, as I said, it's amazing. You have access to the sea, you have access to the forests and the mountains, but they're all usually 45 minutes to an hour drive if you're living in the city centre, which isn't too bad if you don't have any traffic. But here at home now, I'm maybe a five-minute drive from a swim, a seven-minute drive from all the hiking trails and the Comrades. I'm looking out my window here at the mountains and I just, yeah, I wouldn't give that up for city living. No. And as you say, you're practising what you're preaching. Well, you sound right up my street. I'll have to check out your business. And thank you very much for coming on there. Sarah runs Nature Therapy Ireland. And we've been asking if you have moved counties and how you got on. Um, A texter says the last thing we need in rural Ireland is more city people and their lack of driving skills. It's bad enough on a Sunday with the leisure drivers and the cyclist invasion. Well, 
That told us. And an anonymous texter in Dublin says, I've worked very successfully from home for the last two years. The company is headquartered in Australia and all the European team work remotely. It's worked brilliantly. Now, though, the boss is threatening, and I do mean threatening, to make people come back to the office. If that happens, I'll have to give up my job. The office isn't on public transport. We already work 13 plus hour days because of the time zone difference. And the office isn't suitable. One toilet for 11 people and no lunch facilities, etc. I know things have to work from a company perspective but there are also small minded male managers who don't have to think about kids etc who are happy to have people be flexible through lockdown but now won't show the same flexibility. I am so stressed particularly with the cost of living I need the job but I can't make it work if he forces me to go into the office. Well look far be it for me to tell you you know what to do in your life but it does sound like they are very long working days. So perhaps if you do reach a crossroads where you have to look at something else, it may be a massive opportunity for you. 13 hour plus days even before you get back into the office, which you don't like the sound of, sounds pretty tough to me. Uh, We have Shauna on the line. Shauna, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Yeah, thanks for having me. So tell us a bit about your move. Um, well, I mean, much like your your last caller, I, um, I my move was precipitated by the fact that I, I run my own business. I run a little sex shop called sexshopa.ie, and as that was growing, um, you know, the space in Dublin was just becoming too cramped for me, um, and I just I couldn't afford to expand at all within Dublin, which was such a pity because I like I lived in Dublin for 15 years, and I just wanted like express I did not want to leave Dublin. I loved Dublin so much. That's where like my entire support system was. I mean, you could probably tell by my accent. I'm originally from America, um, and I I'm kind of in an interesting position where moving to rural Ireland both worked and didn't work for me. I originally moved to Sligo and while I loved Sligo and I wanted to buy a house up there, there was no housing up there. Um, A lot of it was being bought up by people who were buying second homes and holiday homes or investment properties to turn into Airbnbs. Um, And so I had to move further afield. Now I was very fortunate that I found a place in Galway, um, about 35, 40 minutes outside of Galway City. So I got really, really lucky there. And I feel like I've really landed on my feet and I have the space and I have, you know, better mental health because of it, because I've got green space out the back. I'm able to have a dog and everything. But it is like it's completely bittersweet that I that I had to leave a city that I loved so much because I, I wasn't able to afford afford it and I couldn't expand my business because of it. Yeah, it's really tough, isn't it, for people? And that really impacts on your day to day life, the cost of living, the lack of housing and has an impact on you then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100 percent. And like I talk to my friends back in Dublin about this all the time. And I have friends who just aren't able to leave because they're locked into jobs that are centralized in Dublin, whether, you know, they're working for a corporation that requires them to stay in the office or they're teachers. Or I have friends who are unable to work because of disability and the only way they can access their treatment is through specialists that are specifically in Dublin. And what about the community aspect then? Do you feel a little bit isolated where you are? Do you miss that kind of buzz about living in a city? I do a bit. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a yes and no. I did find it difficult to make friends in Sligo. Now, 
the caveat to that was I moved up there during lockdown. So that could be a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, we weren't um, allowed to make friends. Ex- exactly. So the, so it was much more difficult to um, to build up a community um, for myself there. Um, but I but I also like I there was nothing I loved more in Dublin than being able to text a friend at, at any time of day and just be like, do you want to meet up at a museum? Do you want to meet up at a pub or whatever? There's always someone in town to hang out with. And I do miss that now. That said, I, you know, I live close to Galway City now. So I've made lots of friends. I've joined the chess club and stuff. So it's, um, yeah. So it's it's kind of a nice like middle ground where it's 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 not as rural as Sligo, but I still get a bit of the same buzz of Dublin. But um, yeah, I, I definitely landed on my feet here. Well, good for you, Shauna. I mean, you're the queen then of making moves because you've moved from America to Ireland and then now you've made certain moves <laughs> in there. So what's your advice to somebody when they move to a new place to help yourself to settle in. Oh my goodness, join a social club, please. Like if you can find a social club, no matter what it is, like if you really do, if you're working remotely, that can be so incredibly isolating. Like I I work from home. I spend most of my my days of the week at home just me and the dog cuz like I'm single, I live alone. Um so getting involved in some sort of social club or like community activism or whatever it is, um, just get out and meet people as best you can. That would be my, my, my biggest, biggest piece of advice. And, you know, some people would find that really hard. Like it's really tough to just rock up somewhere where you don't know somebody. But then you're you're meeting like minded people who are in that same situation, just looking to make a connection. Oh, trust. It, yeah, that was so difficult for me. Like it's, I mean, when you don't know anyone and when you have attitudes like one of your texters, it's like, oh, we don't like Dublin drivers coming down here. The last thing we need are dubs coming down. Like I, I get it. Like I was a dub that rocked up. I'm the, I'm the blow in of every town <laughs> they come into. So like I, I get it. It's, it's, it's really, really tough. But like you, you will, you will find your people eventually just trust that it, it will happen. You just got to, um, I, I don't know, try something, try something new, try something different. Um, a lot of people are in the same boat as you. Like my, my chess club is full of international folks. Like we're from loads of different countries. And I think that helps as well is like, oh, we're, we're just, we're all very different from each other. And I, and I love that about us. Well, Shauna, it looks like we are the lucky ones to have you. Thank you so much for coming on there. Shauna, who made the move from America to Dublin and then Dublin to rural Galway, but still gets into the city from time to time for the crack. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. And this is Claire McKenna in for Andrea this afternoon. Thank you to all of you for getting in touch. You can text us 53106 for 30 cent or you can WhatsApp us for free 087 106. And we've been talking about people leaving city life for rural life for many reasons, including the cost of living and working remotely. And Shanna is on the line. Shanna, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Hi, Claire. How are you? I'm very good. So why did you get in touch? So, yeah, we have two small kids and we moved in 2020, um, which is something we kind of talked about doing for a while. Um, better quality of life, still want to be near Dublin because we both work in Dublin. And it's been the best thing I ever did. And I've kind Absolutely. of got to that Never stage in I'd life myself where, you know, rural life appeals to me, particularly with kids. What was it about about that that drew you and your family? 
Um, so we, we've lived and we've both lived in Dublin and grew up in Dublin um, and we had the opportunity to say, right, well, where will we go? Where would we like to move to? Uh, what would we like to do? And I suppose ultimately I'd love to get to, I suppose, mortgage-free living. And we said, okay, well, let's let's decide where we want to go to. So we did, um, we said we want to be within commutual distance from Dublin because everything happens in Dublin from a work point of view in most cases. Um, and we, over the space of about six years, we looked at about 65 houses. I was, had a very much an open mind. And we finally found the one that we um, we got, we moved to. And we moved in here in the summer of 2020. And I have not looked back since. The circle of friends I have met, and it's funny because a lot of us are actually, we, we, we say outside from the county, we're actually in Wicklow, we're the Caldera side of Wicklow. And um, we're also in different locations. But I have such a great, circle of friends, we meet up regularly, we do things. Uh, I can still go up to Liffey Valley Gendron Blanchetown within 40 minutes. Uh, my kids are in a local school. It's a fabulous local school. They're together. We hear about what's going on. I just, I, I wouldn't go back. Whereas I found when I was in Dublin, it was, have you gone in your car? Are you gone on holidays? It was very much about keeping up with the Joneses. There isn't any of that now. I, 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 and I just am a better person as I was coming on the outside of COVID. It's a quality of life. Um, you know, your neighbours help each other and it's, you know, the amount of like, neighbours would walk in and say, you know, do you need a hand with something? It's just lovely, whereas I found in Dublin, you wouldn't talk to your neighbour, you were just too busy, it was go, 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 you're on that rat race, you had to be out by ticket time to beat the M50 traffic, like, the biggest traffic I might get is sometimes we get cows on the on the lane when we're bringing the kids to school, uh, you know, three and a half minutes school commute as opposed to an hour. It's yeah. amazing. There's a lot to be said for that I, slower I pace of life, isn't there? What about the kids? Yeah. How did they react to the move? Or were they young enough that they didn't really take it on? Oh, no, they were. They were aware of it. But they were excited. I think the biggest change was we just told them in stages of what was happening. Um, and they were just so excited and looking forward to it. And so it is, you know, it's monkey see, monkey do. If we were happy, they were happy. And we got them involved in every process of the move and, yeah, they were the first day of school. They don't know anybody, but I was standing outside the door waiting for them to come out to see how they're getting on. And they got involved in sports. They got involved in GA. They're doing horse riding, doing hurling. They're doing golf. They're doing more activities than we would have had in Dublin as well. So yeah. I can't, I can't look back. And I think taking on a move yeah. like that can actually, you know, really kind of build resilience and, and realise that we can do things that are tough and come out the other side and it can be a really positive thing. So it's a good lesson in that too. Totally. And one big thing would be don't be afraid to do it because you think like when you, you know, it's, it's very true what they say. You do meet people through your kids and we have done enough that's fabulous. But you actually, um, you think you can't do it yourself because you're like, I'll never meet people. I'll never make friends. You do. You push yourself to do it. And it's been fabulous. Like I've got, um, and we had like loads of friends over a few past few weekends. And I'm like, God, how have I met all these people? And I kind of pinch myself and going, this is fabulous. Yeah, good for you, Shanna. Sounds fab. Sounds really, really good. And yet you still have, you know, access to the city life as and when you need it. But it doesn't sound like you really do, Shanna. Thank you very much for coming on. A texter says the choice shouldn't be framed as Dublin versus remote, rural rest of Ireland. There are interesting cities and towns in the regions too and we should be looking to build these up and make them a viable alternative to Dublin. And yeah, that is true. I mean, of course, you have the cities of Cork and, and Galway. I mean, it's it's city to, to rural, isn't it? But I think in the context of some of the people we spoke to, that was the move that they had done. John is on the line in Mayo. John, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. 
Thanks very much, Claire. You think people should be a bit cautious before moving to a more rural area? They should be very cautious. It's lovely, it's lovely hearing all the callers and the positives. But, but everybody is saying this is a five-minute drive. This is a ten-minute drive. It's vital that you have your own transport, first of all. My, I, now, I'm on the main road, what was the main road between Castlebar and Galway. But when my partner was doing a course in Castlebar a few years ago, there was no bus. She had to find out uh, on the local who was going where, whatever. This is how she was getting out to Castlebar. When we moved down to the first area and there was a post office half a mile up the road, that closed. That wasn't too bad. There was another post office three miles further up the road. That was great. Then that closed. The local pub closed. Then there's the thing, and I'm not advocating drink driving like that, but the thing about two pints, I went over to a rural pub. Uh, this was now a couple, few years ago. This was kind of the sad end of the story, actually. But I went in, it was midweek, I went in and I was chatting, this, there was an old man on his own. And as you do, you talk and we talk about the old days. And when I was leaving, he said the strangest thing, thanks for talking to me. And I went, oh my, and to me, the, the poor man is, he actually died a few years later. But I was thinking, what a lonely thing. Now, I've been talking to local guards since, and they think it's ludicrous, this thing. Uh, an old man can't go in and have a couple of pints without being over the limit. And there's, there's no, so there's the real issues with things like that. You need your public transport. You have to go 10 miles to a town to do your weekly shopping. So, again, if you're in the right place where you're in walking distance, tell people if they're thinking of moving from an urban area to a rural area, Come during the winter, do your reconnaissance, spend a month there, and then see. It's lovely coming down, lovely leaves in the trees, bird song in the middle of the summer, beautiful. But, 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 car, how much is that going to cost you to run? Where are your local shops? Blah, blah, blah. And there, and you can't get, if you decide to go to for a night out in town, uh, taxi is going just to get there you're yeah. talking do the research do the yeah, research and see how are you going to get yourself involved in the community because you're right loneliness and isolation is you know has a huge impact on our quality of life so thank you for that John because they are important things to look out for when moving from city to rural life Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.